Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 16. These are the words you find. This I say then. Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. These are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that you would. Amen. Amen. I want to talk for a few minutes this morning about walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. I don't think, and I think I'm right on it when I say <clears throat> there's no topic no subject matter that can be brought up in the Christian church that will bring so many different responses than when you begin to talk about the Holy Spirit. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know why it is, but the very thing that God sent to bring the church together seems to be that thing that pulls the church apart. Somehow, our beliefs concerning the Holy Ghost always messes things up. <clears throat> and our great differences, the great differences that we have, we have basically concerning what we believe about the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, I come to share with you today that all of us who are blood-bought saints, believers on the Lord Jesus Christ, we are to walk daily in the Spirit. Get a little word, get a little word when I hear people leave church and say, so-and-so caught the Spirit today. <laughs> Amen. That, that, that ain't the way it works. You ought to walk in it every day. Yes, the Holy Spirit ought not be something like a cold. You catch, then try to get rid of it. It ought to be something that we're walking in. We're walking in the Spirit every day. There is no such thing as a person who is saved and not filled with the Spirit. I know that's controversial, but I'm in Salem Baptist Church today, where a church was zeal according to knowledge. And so I, if you didn't know it already, I'm telling you. There's no such thing as a person who is saved and not filled with the Holy Spirit. The moment you believe, and I know this is elementary, but every now and then you have to go back to basics. The moment you believe, at that moment, you are filled with his precious Holy Spirit. Now, let me, let me share it. And this, is, this is a story that I tell all the time. And 
so that we can all get it, so that you can understand where, where we are. Everybody in here who is saved is filled with the Holy Spirit. My, my daddy, and you've heard this story before, my daddy used to always and never buy much more than a dollar worth of gas at one time. At that time, you get a whole lot of gas for a dollar. But he would buy, he would just thought it was robbery to fill up a tank. He would just buy a little bit. And sometimes we found ourselves running out of gas. And we would go to the gas station. He had to go out sometime looking for a can to get some gas in. And we would go looking, looking, find. I remember one time we found this little beat-up can and took it to the gas station to get some gas. And the man was putting gas in it. And, and when he, he, he put all the gas in it that he, that he could, and my daddy said, is it full? And the man says, get this, it is as full as I can get it with all of those dents in the can. That simmer minute. It's full as I can get it with all those dents in the can. Then he said this, you get some of the dents out. I can put some more in. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, go and admit it. We are full. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. But just be honest with yourself. You still got some dents. Still got some dents. And guess what? The more, yeah, the spirit feels and the more you deal in the things of God, yeah, every once in a while another dent will pop out. And, 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 and he can put some more. Are y'all hearing me? And you'll be feeling some more. Another dent will pop out. I wonder if there anybody here that will admit I still got a few dents left. I still. This letter, <clears throat> this letter to the Galatians is without a doubt Paul's most confrontational letter. To read this thing, it's different from Paul's other letters. This letter does not open with his usual salutations and all of the niceties that Paul normally writes with. Paul normally thanks God for the people, but if you read this letter, he didn't thank God for these people. Normally, he asked the people to pray for him, but he didn't ask these folk to pray for him. Are y'all hearing me? And the problem was, the problem that they had, yeah, that, that, that he had with them was that they had believed on Jesus Christ for their salvation. And now they have allowed false teachers to come in preaching what he called another gospel. They were preaching and their teaching says that not only do you have to believe on Jesus Christ, but they also added in there that in addition to believing on Jesus Christ, you need to be circumcised according to Jewish law. Are y'all hearing me? Now, you know already something a little wrong with that. Anytime anybody wants to add anything on to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they were teaching them. They came in after Paul left. They came in teaching them that not only do you have to believe on Jesus, but you have to also be circumcised according to the Jewish law. So what Paul is doing here, he's driving home the fact that those Galatians who had believed on Jesus Christ were free from the law. Trying to help somebody here. If. You have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. You are free 
from the law. And he admonished them, Paul did, to stand fast in the liberty and never be entangled again by that yoke, never be entangled again by the law. His message was a message of freedom. His message was a message of liberation. But as we come to the close of this letter, we come to the close of, of chapter 5, it's almost like Paul can hear some of those folk thinking. It's almost like Paul can hear some of y'all thinking right now. Am I hearing this right? You mean to tell me that I'm free from the law? You mean to tell me that, that I don't have to worry about all those thou shall nots? You mean to tell me I'm saved and I don't have to worry about thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not bear for... You mean to tell me that I don't have to worry about any of that anymore? Am I free from that? You mean... Bound by that anymore? This Christian life, somebody's thinking, I ain't got to do what the law says. I can go, I can break. Yeah, somebody's sitting here now thinking, you know what? This Christian life might not be as bad as I thought it was. Might be a better bargain than what I thought. It's almost like Paul heard them thinking. It's almost like Paul hears us thinking here this morning when he, he wrote 513. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use it not, use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. You're free, but don't use it as an occasion to the flesh, but by but, but by love. Serve one another. In other words, in other words, Paul is saying to them and to you and I, don't use your liberty from the law as a license to live in sin. Oh, Y'all hear me? Don't use your liberty from the law as a license to live in sin. As, and the way you keep from doing that keeps us in, in look at verse 16. He gives us 16. Then I say, I, I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right. Now, again, I know the end time we start talking about the flesh. In time we start dealing with flesh, we, we jump straight to the big three. Right. Drinking, drugs, and sex. I need to tell you, it's a whole lot more sin. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start talking about the flesh, the flesh speaks to so much more. Yeah, the, yeah, the flesh speaks to, to our human tendencies. All of us are human and we all have human tendencies. We have all of us, whether you're admitted or not, you may be better than you used to be, but we have the ten tendency 
to get mad and stop speaking to folk. That's a human tendency. We have a human tendency to get even. Somebody does us wrong. There's a human tendency to eat too much. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. I know you want me to get back to the to the to the sex and to the to the line and all that. Yeah. We have a, a human tendency to get revenge if somebody does us wrong. We have a human tendency to speak first and think later. That's a human, that's just in all of us. Just because we were born. Then he points out this battle. He points out a battle in verse 17 that every saved person needs to know about. If you're saved, you need to understand this battle. Listen at verse 17. He says, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other. Are you there? So that you cannot do the things that you would. Your spirit and your flesh. If you're saved, you've been there. You wanted to do it. Are you hearing me? But something on the inside. You know, somebody said something and before you thought about it, you knew exactly what you wanted to say. But, but it, yeah, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, they are contrary. Caught up in the same body. But here it is. Verse 18. But if ye are led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Say it one more time. If you are led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Third time's a charm. Once again, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So let's make sure that we've got it right. Let's go back and revile it. Let's see if we got it right. If I am not going to be under the law, then I must be led by the Spirit. Am I making any sense? Again, my brothers and sisters, every Christian needs to understand the battle that is going on. Every Christian needs to understand that inside of them, that is this battle. That there are a lot of folk who think that they are losing their mind who are under a doctor's care because they think something is wrong with them. But the truth is uh, they just don't understand this battle that is going on on the inside. There are some folk who, who don't want to admit that there is a battle. That goes on. Here it is. Every believer, every believer has two natures. I hope y'all ain't hearing this for the first time. I'm just sort of revamping. Every believer has two natures. All of us were born with a carnal or a fleshly nature. You were born with that. You didn't ask for it when you got here. You already had that 
nature. And it's important to know, it's important to know that when God saves us, when God did say, when you accepted him, when he saved you, he did not take away that carnal nature. You were born with it. He saved you and he did not take it away from you. Whether you realize it or not, you were a mess when you got here. You were a baby. Everybody talked about how cute you were. Are y'all hearing me? Everybody looked at you and talked about what an angel you don't don't you believe none of that. When you got here, you were a mess. David says, I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Babies come into this world, as cute as they are, they have carnal tendencies. And here it is, other part of it, nobody has to teach it to them. Y'all hearing me? Well, just listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't take them long to pick up on the fact that if I can cry, I get attention. Are y'all hearing me? So whenever they feel like they are not getting another attention, enough attention, whether they need attention or not, they know if I cry, somebody will come see. Are y'all hearing me? That's a lie. That early they began to learn to lie. Did you have to did you have to teach your baby? Did you have to teach your baby to, to take something and hit somebody with it? No, no. That, that came with the package. And ain't that right, Bobby? Yeah, you put something in their hands. Yeah, and the minute they can get to you, they're going to, are y'all hearing me? Nobody has to teach them that. That early, they know how to fight. They got it. Everything they put in their hands, time they get it, it's mine. Are y'all hearing me? And they'll tell you, mine. You try to take your own stuff and they'll say, mine. mine. Are y'all hearing me? You know, I call it what you want to. It might be cute, but that's stealing. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I'm just trying to show you that we are born with this stuff. We're, we're born with this. Do you ever tell a baby, don't do that? And that baby will we'll come to a point where you say, don't do that, and they will stand there and wait on you to look the other way. <laughs> don't touch that. And they'll wait until you, they're watching you, waiting on you to turn your back. And at the same time, they're reaching out to, just to make sure. Y'all hear me? That's defiant behavior. So there it is. Lying. Fighting, stealing, disobedience, and defiance. And they ain't even out of the crib yet. All of us were born.
born with that. Y'all hearing me? We're laughing at the babies, but we all baby, we were all babies at one time. We were all born with that. It's just, it's just in us. And, and it never changes. Proverbs tells us that we can take a rod and drive some of it out, but it doesn't change it. Just sort of drives it undercover. Are y'all hearing me? The only thing that changes that, my brothers and sisters, is being born again. The only thing. The only thing that will change that behavior is being born again. A true relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, if a person never gets to know Jesus, they, they carry these same things into adulthood. If, are y'all hearing me? All this stuff that these babies do, if you don't get to know Jesus, they go all the way and they all the way to adulthood with you. you just that way. Are y'all hearing me? They lie, they fight, they steal, disobey, they are defiant. It's just because nothing got between them and that before they got older. Why? Because this is the nature that we are born with. You ever hear somebody say, child, I hit him for what I thought. Are y'all hearing me? Child, I said it before I thought. Oh, you didn't have to think because it's already in there. You can do it without thinking because you are, are y'all hearing this? people say I, I don't I don't know why one <laughs> this is our favorite one you know I, I, I watch sometimes on the TV this is our favorite excuse you well you know I, I, I don't know why it happened you know one thing led to another <laughs> and it just happened y'all hear? that's your nature that's who you are that's how you were born and are y'all hearing me it, it was the nature you were born with. And the only thing that changed it was at some point somebody told you about Jesus. And you invited him into your life. Here's where I want to get to. When God saves us, he does not destroy that carnal nature. He he does not destroy that nature that you were born with. As a matter of fact, the new birth does not imply the elimination of the old nature. It doesn't even imply a change in the old nature. The new birth, being born again, is the impartation of an absolutely new nature, which is born of the Holy Spirit. Here it is, here it is. I'm, 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 I'm almost through. Here it is. Two totally different natures trying to live in the same body. Y'all hear me? Two totally different natures trying to live in the same body. 
you, you need to thank God for saving you. You ought to let the world know that you are saved, but don't get it twisted. Your flesh is not saved. Y'all hear me? You ought to shout every day. You ought to thank God for what he has done in your life, but don't ever forget that your flesh is not saved. Don't care how many spiritual gifts you boast about. Your flesh is not saved. How many scriptures you can quote? How many positions you hold in the church? Your flesh is not saved. No matter how much you desire, you, 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 you have to, you have the right to, no, no, no matter how, how much you desire, you, you have to, the right thing to, to, do, to do, you, you, you better know and you've got to know that evil is always present. When you're down for a big fall, if you forget that, no matter how holy you are, how righteous you are, you better know that evil is always present. You don't have to take it from me. Listen to what Paul said himself. Romans 7, 18, for I know that nothing good dwells in me. That is in my flesh. Nothing good dwells in me. For, for I have a desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. This is Paul talking. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. So I find it, so I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law, waging war against the law in my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Are y'all hearing me? He closes that saying right there. Paul closes that saying, saying, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death. Thanks be to God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I, 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 so I, I, I then serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Y'all hear me? If somebody laid on psychiatrist's couch and said all of that, they would put them on medication. Y'all hear me? Yeah, you you laid on the couch and talking about well in my body I I, I serve this, but in on this side I, they put you on medication. But if you are a child of God and familiar with the word of God. You don't need medication. Because you read on the chapter 8. 
And it says, there is therefore now no condemnation. Are y'all hearing me? There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody ought to be shouting up in here. Say the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Jesus Christ from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, I thank God that he's able to do for me what the law could never do for me. Every saved person needs to know and understand this constant battle between the flesh and the spirit. If you're saved, you need to understand that there is a war going on. Don't ever think that you're so holy that there ain't a war going on. As a war between the flesh and spirit. Jesus said in his conversation with Nicodemus, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That's our old nature. But then he said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That's our new nature. Those two totally different natures living side by side in the same body. Are y'all hearing this? That, my brothers and sisters, is the battle that all of us live daily. These two living in the same body. Well, if you've got all this going on in the same body, a battle between the flesh and the spirit, pastor, which one's going to win? Which one wins out? Got them both and. And they're battling in the same body. Which one wins out? Well, let me share it in a, another story here. Another story. A man went to prison for dog fighting. And the reason why he was in prison for dog fighting was because somehow he had rigged the game. And the, the dog that the people would look at, and they look at the dogs. And yeah, one day they come by and look at them. And then they bet on the dogs that day. And the next day they'd had a fight. And every time, the, 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 the people were losing money because it seemed like you know, the dog that they chose would never win. And what he was doing, he was seeing how many people would bet on a dog or something, and then he he rigged the thing, and they were trying, when he finally went to prison, they were trying to figure out, say, well, now you're in prison, tell us how you did that. How in the world did you make those dogs win? And he said, here it is. He says, I, I figured out over time that the dog that I feed the most. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. I, I, I figured it out that the dog that I feed the most always wins. You hear me? You want to know who will win this battle between the flesh and the spirit in your life? Got an answer for you. The one that you feed the most. The one that you, are y'all hearing me? That's why you got to pray every time you get a chance. That's why you got to study the word of God. That's why every chance you got, you got to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise of the one you feed the most. It's the one that's going to win. Paul here saying that you and I, you and I, that the only way that we can live a life of victory 
is to walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify you and not feed the desires of your flesh. Oh yes, my brothers and my sisters, we are we are we are in a battle here, but 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 it ain't a new battle. Y'all hear me? Don't don't act, don't think you're the first one that's ever been in it. This is this is not a new battle, and, and you are not the first person that has ever been caught up in this battle. As a matter of fact, my brothers and sisters, uh, yeah, yeah, the Bible teaches in Hebrew 4:15, we have not a high priest. Y'all ain't hearing me. We have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but were in all points tempted. I'm talking about Jesus here. He was in all points tempted, just like we are yet without sin. Are y'all here? Keep on reading. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace, help in the time of our need. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my brothers and my sisters, even Jesus, since he was born in the flesh, y'all ain't hearing me, since he was born in the flesh, he, he was born in the flesh, just like you and I, he had to deal with the same battles. Are y'all hearing me? But the difference in him and us is that he did not sin. Y'all hear me? The difference between he and us is that he did not, he was tempted by Satan after he was baptized, but he did not sin. He was even tempted to abandon the cross. Somebody said, if you're who you say you are, come down. Y'all hear me? Save yourself and then save us, but he would not come down. Somebody ought to bless the Lord in here. I'm glad that he would not come down from the cross just to save himself. But he decided to die just to save me. Y'all, my brothers and sisters, I shout every day because he stayed on the cross. Because he won the victory right there on Calvary. Laid him in a the tomb, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. And because he won, I can go to him. Are y'all hearing me? The reason why yeah, I can go to him is uh, because he fought this same battle. Yeah, and he won. Yeah, I lost, but he won. Yeah, and so now I can go to him. Songwriter said it like this, ask the Savior to help you, comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He's willing to aid you. He will, one of I got a witness here, he will carry you through. You know the old song, it says, yield not to temptation, for yielding is sin. Each victory will help you some other to win. Yeah. Fight manfully onward. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark passion subdue. Yeah. Look ever to Jesus, because uh, he will uh, carry you through. Yeah. He goes on and says, Shun evil companions, yeah. bad language, yeah. disdain. Yeah. God's name, uh, holy reverence, uh, not take it in vain. Yeah. Be thoughtful yeah. and be earnest. Uh, be kind-hearted uh, and true. Yeah. Look uh, ever 
Jesus said, he will carry you through it. But here's my verse here. To him that all cometh here, God will give you a crown. By faith you shall conquer, though often cast down. He who is our Savior, our strength, he Just catch it every once in a while. To walk daily in his spirit. If you're here today, if you're here today, you were born just like all the rest of us. Born in sin, shaped in iniquity. You've never invited him into your life. You, you'll never get life right. So if you're unsaved, I want to invite you today. <laughs> 